This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas Hospital Association. Welcome to Plain Spoken. I'm Cindy Samuelson with the Kansas Hospital Association. Our guest today is KHA Board Chair, Carrie Saya. Carrie is the Chief Executive Officer at Holton Community Hospital. Today, we're having a conversation with Carrie and KHA President and CEO, Chad Austin. Thank you both for joining us on Plain Spoken. Carrie, I'll start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a lifelong Kansan, um, born in Manhattan, Kansas, which makes me a proud uh, K-State person for all of my life. My mom and dad both graduated from Kansas State University, and I've lived for the majority of my life um, in the Jackson County area, which is just north of Topeka. I have two sons, Chase and Dawson. They both have two children each. They've been married for, gosh, seven and eight years each. I have uh, two grandsons and two granddaughters and enjoy just being able to spend my time with my grandkids, love outdoors, have a jet ski. So in the summertime, I love to get out and enjoy that on the lakes around Kansas. Actually sounds like a lot of fun. It is. (laughs) Grandparenting and jet skiing. Yes. So, Carrie, many listeners may not know that you have a bachelor's degree in nursing and then a master's degree in management. Can you tell us about your journey into nursing and then into hospital administration? Sure. I just always felt like giving back to someone else and making someone else feel good um, was a career that I wanted to do. And so nursing seemed like the appropriate choice very fulfilling career. I graduated from Washburn University with my bachelor's in science and nursing, have a long uh, history of um, working at St. Francis here in Topeka, and a lot of career opportunities through being on a medical floor, then through the emergency department. One of my funnest jobs ever was a flight nurse that I did just on the weekends for a few years, but really found um, emergency nursing was my passion. With that, though, doors opened up for the administrative side from charge nurse to the emergency department director. And that's where my master's in management, really not choosing to be more professional in my healthcare career, was a choice that I felt like educating myself on how to work with people and really trying to help them succeed has been just as rewarding as helping patients. So In 2008, I was asked to come up to Holton Hospital and help co-manage that hospital. And um, with that, fell in love with the rural aspects of healthcare and with all of the challenges that we've had have um, been nothing but um, really rewarded through seeing a lot of growth and expansion in that rural area in Holton. And then recently you joined the board, I guess, recently, I guess a handful of years in, now you're the board chair. Yes. So I started out on the KHSC board and then um, have been asked through my uh, regional membership with the regional policy board with AHA, joined the KHA board and have been on the executive team now for a few years. That's great. Well, I know over the years, you have been very engaged in advocating for hospitals and healthcare in Kansas. Can you tell us a little bit more about your experiences, not just on the board, but in other roles, testifying to Congress and and serving on regional policy boards that has uh, really impacted your leadership role today? I think the one 
stint where I got to know KJ um, probably the most in all of the work was being asked to testify um, before a subcommittee of Congress. And, you know, when they explain to you that there's going to be a red light, green light, yellow, yellow light, um, as you're testifying, it is very nerve wracking <laughs> and not knowing the questions that they're all going to ask, the hidden agendas are, was a really neat experience for me, being able to work through speaking in that intense situation, but really having the expertise of knowing day in and day out what this regulation is going to do and being able to bring that back to the powers in Washington was something that was really rewarding for me. Yeah. Well, Chad, I know you've been engaged in a lot of this work that Carrie's highlighting. Do you want to say anything about that time when you guys actually helped go to Washington and testify? Periodically, we are invited to go back to Washington, D.C. to visit with our congressional delegation, but also have the opportunity to testify before Congress. And so that's just one of those great experiences where we went back and were able to visit with them about the critical access hospital 96-hour rule and the implications that that would have on our hospitals in Kansas. As many of our listeners know, we have many critical access hospitals in Kansas. Overall, we have 82 of our 123 hospitals are critical access. And so that was a very important policy for us to be weighing in on. And I'm sure excellent to have members actually be there sharing the story firsthand. Right. It's oftentimes when our staff goes back, we provide a lot of great information, but it takes it to another level when we're able to bring some of our hospital leaders to be able to share their stories and the implications that those policies have on their community and, and their hospital. Yeah, that's thank you for doing that. And I'm sure there'll be other opportunities we'll be probably knocking on your door. So, Chad, I wanted to make sure our listeners had a chance to hear about KHA's strategic plan. We have a three-year strategic plan, and we're in the second year. Can you highlight some of the areas that are going to be the focus of the KHA strategic plan this year? Sure, Cindy. And, and maybe before I do that, just to give a little bit of background regarding the KHA board. Our KHA board is made up of 21 individuals. Uh, Of those 21, we have hospital CEOs, and then we also have two seats that are for uh, physicians in Kansas, and we have also two seats that are for hospital trustees. That makes up the, the KHA board. We try to make sure that we have great representation related to geographic areas within the state, in addition, sizes of hospitals. So we have a number of critical access hospitals and PPS hospitals. We have rural hospitals, we have urban hospitals. And so a really great group of a diverse membership of KHA on the board. From a KHA strategic plan perspective, I'm really excited about where we're at now with our strategic plan. Uh, We did put together our three-year strategic plan a year ago, and so that went into place in 2022. That will carry us through through 2024. Uh, We do have six priorities that have been focused on as our strategic plan. We look at policy influence, which obviously is more on the advocacy side, where we're focusing on items like reducing administrative burdens, expanding the grassroots network, as well as advocating for policies that expand access to care. In addition, another strategic priority that we have is on financial stability, which is a big issue for many of our hospitals, where we're advocating for improved reimbursement. We're also looking at developing resources for our membership in areas such as uh, no surprise billing and price transparency rules. 
Another area that we're focused on related to our strategic plan as a priority is workforce, which again is an area that I would say right behind financial stability is probably workforce in terms of what we hear from our membership. A couple of items that we're really excited about in 2023 that we're going to be focusing on is really promoting those hospital and healthcare careers to the younger generations. And in fact, we'll have some great uh, news to share with a, a statewide program that we're going to be putting on in April, where we're going to be um, collaborating with the Kansas Chamber of Commerce, as well as the Kansas Department of Education on reaching out to high school students about opportunities in healthcare. A couple other areas that we're focused on with our strategic plan, one of which is healthcare visioning. So as we talk about programs like the Rural Emergency Hospital or looking at other emerging trends, we're really uh, leaning in on that topic. Uh, the fifth area we're focusing on is advancing health, where we're really trying to improve quality and patient safety, looking at ways to provide resources on disparities of care, and uh, focusing on developing statewide partnerships with other groups to focus on the areas of statewide health rankings. And then last but not least, that rounds out our strategic priorities is member and partner engagement and really highlighting some of the best practices that are occurring with our hospitals across the state and engaging the members in the association to be active members within KHA. Outside of the six strategic priorities that we have, one new caveat that we have with our strategic plan is our strategic aim, which is to improve Kansas' statewide health rankings with a focus on preventative healthcare services. And that is something really designed to improve our state's uh, ranking where we're coming together as hospital leaders, healthcare leaders to focus on areas maybe as to, uh, obesity or improving access to care or tobacco cessation programs that are out there where we can start uh, developing better habits within our state and improving overall health of Kansas. Thank you, Chad. And I know, Carrie, you've been very involved in designing and putting this plan together over the last couple of years. Are there specific areas that are really of interest to you in this plan? It's hard to pick just one, Cindy, but really I'm excited about what new partnerships and collaboration with all of these different issues can we form and help achieve um, some success the financial viability is a must. We've got to look at what we can do to help turn things around and in a variety of different hospitals. It's not just rural, it's across the state. There are challenges, but we can't do that without the appropriate workforce and how do we need to collaborate. The event in April coming up is going to be exciting to see and get more potential young ears interested in healthcare careers, but workforce issues in the next two years, what can we do to make a change and be in a better shape than where we are right now? Yeah. Well, I know you guys have been very actively engaged and we have uh, tweaks to that plan we do every year. So really looking forward to seeing us move the needle in a lot of those areas. I know that um, we, you guys are both extremely busy and I want to get you back, but just a little bit to close us out today. I wanted to just ask some fun kind of rapid fire questions, just so our listeners have a chance to really kind of get to know you. And if they see you in future things, they kind of know even a little bit more about you and maybe have uh, more courage to come up and say hello. So with that, a couple of quick questions for each of you, um, and I'll let you start, Carrie, and then you jump in, Chad. So when thinking about your seasons, the seasons of the year, what is your favorite season and why? Football season. Let's go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> what a great response. What is your favorite season? I think I would agree with that, too. The fall season is one of the seasons I really enjoy the most. 
Well, I love the fall weather as well and the leaves and the, it, Kansas is such a great state having four very uh, strong seasons we can all really enjoy. How about another question? Are you more of a morning person, Carrie, or more of a night owl? I'm more of a morning person. I can wake up easily and crack it on and just really feel refreshed. I think that is from my father hollering at me to wake up and he had pancakes ready. So some people just not eat right away when they get up. That's the way I was raised. So very much a morning person. And the pancakes help. Yes. yes. <laughs> what about you, Chad? Well, it's a uh, probably a little bit of both, actually. I, I do enjoy my mornings and I enjoy my evenings, especially when I'm able to uh, have some alone time to collect my thoughts or read a book or whatever the case may be. Um, what about uh, a simple question? Sweet or salty, Gary? It's not that simple, Cindy. I like them both. I do, but I'm probably sweet. Sweet. What about you, Chad? Yeah, I'm more of a sweet tooth person. I think I got it from my grandparents where I enjoy my chocolate and, and other types of candies. Well, and Chad generally has a nice bowl of chocolate in his office. So if you're ever here at KHA, stop in and see him. Um, what Last rapid fire question. Would you rather spend a couple of free hours watching a really good movie or sitting down and reading a really good book? Probably a really good book. Okay, you're the reader. And what about you, Chad? Even though I like to read periodically, I, I think I do enjoy the movies and sitting down with the, the family and, and watching a good movie. That's great. Well, I appreciate, as I said, both of you joining us today. Thank you both for joining us on Plain Spoken. Um, we appreciate you sharing with us today and for all of your leadership and advocacy for optimal health in Kansas. For more information on Kansas health issues, go to kha-net.org.